Hi, it's Ollie Russell Cowan from Rad Season, and we are joined um, this afternoon with uh, Neil Rutter, who's the three-time bog snorkeling world champion and the bog snorkeling world record holder for the fastest time. Neil, thanks for thanks for joining us. Hey, no worries, no worries. Good to be here. We did. Uh, yes, yeah, so I guess diving straight into this, I, I don't suppose you could give me just a brief overview of what is bog snorkeling? Well, surely everyone knows. Right? It's uh, the most popular sport, surely. Um, no, bog snorkeling is this bizarre uh, sport that was created back in 1985, I think, in a little pub in um, uh, Wales called um, the Neward Arms. And uh, a group sat together and they're like, well, how do we raise a bit of charity money? And um, they came up with the idea of digging a trench in their local bog in kind of worded wells and um, <laughs> timing people to swim up and down it. And th that just became, uh, 1985 happened, uh, a few people turned up. By the time we got to last year, I think it was the 34th edition, and uh, you've got hundreds of people, about 180 people turned up last year, lining these two uh, bog trenches as people swim up and down a muddy, cold, dank bog using conventional swimming strokes to try and record the fastest time or just to have a great laugh dressed in fancy dress. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, I, would, um, I took part last year and it's, it's something that yeah, I found it so bizarre that you're in, the, you're in a field in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, where did you, where did you first like hear about it? I mean, that, was that something that, you know, you wanted to do for, for a while or you thought, okay, you know, like I'll, I'll give this a crack. <laughs> About 15 years, in fact, I was back at university and my friends and I was around and I can't remember exactly what news outlet it came on, but it was one of those final stories that you get on the news so yeah, and finally sort of stories. And we saw this stupid thing happening with people swimming up and down a bog and lots of people in fancy dresses, I described. And we looked at each other like, totally doing that, got to do that. Should we do it? Yeah, no, 100%, we'll do it this summer, it'll be amazing. And the summer and went and then the following summer came and went and uh, 15 years or about 13 years later it was uh, one of their birthdays and uh, we called each other and like what are we going to do celebrate your birthday we just decided why don't we go to that bog thing that we never got round to doing so a good posse of us went on down camped it was an absolutely glorious weekend and we just turned up and at the end of the day we all had our go we we're, we're typically late we're always late for everything and we, uh, we signed on, we uh, swam up and down, and it just so happened that uh, my time at the end of the day looked like it was going to stand of the quickest, and suddenly it became a little bit more serious. We uh, started looking at each other as one after the next, the final went, right, I think I might win this. <laughs> and finally I did. Uh, that was it, I was hooked. I was the next year thinking um, much more seriously, I might be able to break a world record, so to speak. <laughs> And and that was so with the first time that you did the race, that was in 2017. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, glorious weather as well. It was an absolutely stunning, warm, hot summer day, like, just the perfect weather for it. So, a bit of a system shock the following year. We turned up and it was peeing it down with rain, um, <laughs> it was just absolutely horrendous, but it kind of inspired you to get in and out even quicker. So funny, and um, what, um. Like, like what are the rules i mean what's like like there's 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 two lanes and you know what's the is there anything you've got to look out for don't swim into the walls don't uh, or try not to 
don't get perturbed by the creepy crawlies, the uh, various uh, fauna that's uh, swimming around in there. You do share the bog with whatever's swimming in there. Um, they, I remember back in 2017, we were sat around the campfire the night before. We're like, we better find how this thing works. So we all sat very well. So a non a non-conventional, uh, don't know what a non-conventional swimming stick is. So we read a bit further. Oh, pardon me. My uh, <laughs> Wikipedia just went on. Um, what a non-conventional swimming stroke is. And um, so we, we sort of uh, worked out how, how this uh, was going to go. You had to do some sort of either doggy paddle arms or your arms weren't allowed to come over the sur surface of the water. Um, you, could, uh, you had to wear flippers. Uh, you have to wear a snorkel. You have to be looking in the, the mud, which isn't much point because you can't see anything. And to swim two lengths of this thing, it works at 110 metres. Okay. Yeah. And any sort of particular stroke? I was trying to sort of, I was trying to suss it out. I should have tried to speak to you before I actually did my race. But, um, yeah, anything you would recommend um, doing? What, what kind of sort of techniques you were using? Or Firstly... Everyone goes off way too hard and uh, blows up at mid-distance. So right. certainly whatever technique you choose, it's yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a leg sport. More than anything, whatever, whatever you decide to use, it's uh, about using your legs. The arms, uh, when you're slopping around uh, in sort of viscous mud, um, it's, as you know, it's sort of watery, but um, you're, if your arms can't come over the surface, they're going to be creating quite a lot of, resistance yeah. so uh, relying on them isn't going to be anywhere near as powerful as uh, getting your legs involved so just rely on your kick um whatever sort of kick you go for that's the, what's going to get you a to b um i have some theories <laughs> because i've been uh, thinking about it over the last year i'm not sure um the uh, the butterfly kick that i went for was necessarily quicker uh, i'd like to have a little play but uh, We'll see right. next year in 2021. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, because of the situation with, with COVID-19, uh, it couldn't go ahead again. Um, for, and, and this is this would have been, I think it was, the, is, is this the 35th year? That, that it would, would have been, been 35th, yeah. Yeah. Um, and is, are you, are you going to be back in, in, in 2021? Yeah, I'm intending to. So uh, uh, Bob and the BOG committee, went and contacted me earlier in the year very kindly invited me back along and to be honest because i won the thing three times and got that world record um i just i kind of felt like i'd done it and uh, i was planning on popping back with my mates again and uh, probably donning some sort of fancy dress thing um and just uh, enjoying it rather than like last year it suddenly became a bit serious and <laughs> i never Busy sitting on the side of a bog, getting in the zone, whatever that is. <laughs> and, there was a lot of cameras around you. I remember that. You just it was, it was absolutely terrifying. It became a bit of a monster. I, I never intended it to be like that at all. So I was quite keen at the end of that. I was like, oh, God, I can't do that again. Like, it was only ever meant to be a laugh. It feels far too serious. And then um, Bob got in contact with, with me by email, and he said, "Well, we'd like to invite you back." And I thought about it for a bit and a few months had passed. And I was like, well, all right, if I do go, would me um, uh, 
try some things out. Would you let me know? Well, I think you must think I'm some sort of expert, but actually I have no real clue what I'm doing. I've swum up and down a bog three times. So is it the fastest? What I chose on the first attempt seemed to work, so I stuck with it. But uh, I could turn up, try out and do some little time trials and find, oh, no, there's much quicker ways of getting A to B in here. Um, I could try out some different kit. I've been looking at more aerodynamic kit options. Apparently, a hand-me-down, ripped-up old wetsuit and um, and the business I'm using might not be the quickest. Maybe there are sort of kit gains to be had. So yeah. I was quite. I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, let's do it, do it properly, and get geek out on it a little bit and uh, see if I can lower that world record by one, five, ten seconds. Who knows? With a bit of training, who knows how much you can. And lower it. What did you do training wise for, for was there anything <laughs> you did like three years ago that you thought, okay, like all right, if I'm gonna do if I'm gonna go in again for 2018, 2019, what were what we doing differently if there's anything that you kind of prepared for? Oh, yeah. I may I or were you doing nothing? Were you like, you know, I'm just gonna yeah. say <laughs> not a great deal. The thing I trained for is track cycling. So okay. um like if I, if I look at the number of times I go around the velodrome, I've probably been around the velodrome 50,000 times in my life. And I pretty much know how to go around the velodrome. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, maybe I should go and uh, go to a, a lake or something and see if I can close my eyes and swim in a straight line for a start. Because that would just be off the walls. And I looked at the video of me from 2017. I must have swum 10 metres further than I needed to. I sort of go off like a train. You can see me absolutely nailing it for the first 15 metres. And then I sort of stick my head up, he was shocked, and I just walloped myself into the wall. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, that way. Um, so getting yourself swimming in a straight line and remembering to take a look occasionally, that really, really helped. So I, I went down to the local lake and just started closing my eyes and trying to aim for a boy in the distance. That's so funny. With uh, one of my mates. And the first time I tried it, I was like, I'm not going to look at all. I'm going to swim um, 50 kicks and I'm going to open my eyes and see where I am. And I swam this giant arc. And I was like, where's the boy gone? <laughs> the boy's over there. So, um, yeah, learning to swim in a straight line. Yeah. In terms of actual hours, not not a great deal of time was put into it. It was, it was more, can I swim in a straight line and um, maintain my leg strength? Because it it's a leg sport. Yeah. So weights and cycling, which I was naturally doing for track anyway. Yeah, interesting. And it's it's, it's so uh, like the one thing I remember is how murky it is in there. Like you, you can't you can't see anything, right? So you're like trying to pop up and yeah, to, to, just to sort of see what you're doing and yeah, um, yeah. I said like like we were saying like trying to find the that that like practicing and finding a boy and swimming out to it and see if you can go in a straight line. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did a really good time actually, if I remember, wasn't it something around one forty, one forty five or something? Um, yeah, I was. Uh, well, I was. I was happy with it. I was like, okay, this is the first time. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I went in. Um, I thought, okay, well, you know, if I go in as an international, I've got. I've got <laughs> passport. I was like, yeah, maybe I can make podium internationally. Um, that didn't happen. I think I was like a minute before, like, like Bob announced the results, and then, yeah, like I got taken off. Anyway. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but it, it was. It was super fun. I mean, I was. Yeah, we were thinking about whether we could come again um this year um but it's not to be so hopefully hopefully next year and yeah. what, what have you been doing uh in in uh, lockdown have you have you still been managing to to train and get out and yeah I, 
British lockdown has been a strange thing in, uh, in possibly typical British fashion. Nothing is <laughs> completely hard and fast. When you look at the rules that um, we're supposed to be following or were supposed to be following, it's all changed as of Wednesday. And now yeah. no one knows what they're doing. But uh, up till Wednesday, when it was a bit clearer, there was still so much ambiguity. But uh, we were allowed out for exercise once per day. So mm. I was out every day riding my bike and uh, just staying a little bit more local than I normally would I went, there was this sort of sudden rush on home gym equipment and I managed to get an order in for some home gym equipment just before it went mad yeah. so, <laughs> so I got myself a barbell and some bits and bobs and so I've been doing sort of garden gym but uh, I looked afterwards and you can't, like you can't get weights for love nor money people are selling lumps of concrete on weight, weightlifting set um, sales sites for and say yeah it's a genuine weight it's a lump of concrete um so it's all gone a bit a bit crazy but uh, i've managed to get my training in it's kept me sane and the yeah. rest of the time I'm, I'm just working from home as uh, i think everyone has been just locked in answering endless emails and yeah it's been very very strange yeah and, and do you sort of see like I guess after this when when this is finished um you know what other kind of event is there anything on the horizon either taking part in an event or any location that you want to go to um any quirky things anything a bit unusual <laughs> the quirky stuff like the going back to the bog was uh, definitely on the agenda i was looking forward to that i have i don't know if you've ever looked at the tepri hillstack uh sack race have you because that would be well up your street no in the, the second May bank holiday in England, obviously cancelled this year, yeah. which is a local town to me, has another one of these obscure race come festivals where they've got this steep hill and um, uh, everyone kicks a bag of uh, 25 kilo wool onto their backs and they sprint up this uh, hill side by side in a sort of mano a mano fashion and uh, <laughs> try and sprint for victory in that. Some of the guys there are just phenomenal. I got uh, roped into doing it a few years ago and I was definitely up for having another crack at that because that's another one of those, all the uh, townspeople all the way down the side of it cheering. It's great fun, good commentary, festival atmosphere. Um, So that's up my street again. It's a a good fun thing to go and do. That's cool. 2021, maybe the wool sack, um, maybe, uh, and definitely the bog again, I think. Cool. And uh, anywhere that you want to travel to, any kind of... Sort of holidays. Yeah, well, all of uh, all of my holidays this year, is, with it, with everyone, have been cancelled. Looking yeah. forward to heading to Mallorca to ride some hills around there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll go to Croatia. I've never been there, and I've heard it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so stunning. It's going to be where we were looking at for the summer, but again, put on ice, and we didn't get too far along the planning on that. And I was keen to go back to Amsterdam. I'm, uh, I studied art at university. I teach art. Mm-hmm. And so much fantastic stuff in Amsterdam. I was dead keen to go and have a look at again. And uh, again, it, Amsterdam's not going anywhere. I can head back there. So uh, maybe all of those can happen in uh, 2021. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, um, Neil, thanks a lot for your time. And yeah, look forward to seeing you again. No worries. At World Championships next year. <laughs> It'd be awesome if you can come along again. It'd be good fun. Cheers, man. No problem. See ya.